Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we are bringing you guys trade targets for week number eight of the 2020 fantasy football season. We do this every single week. This is week number eight of this. Now, eventually, we're going to be done doing this because your guys' trade deadlines are going to hit, and we're going to have to think of another idea to make for this video. So let us know down below what you guys would like to see. So before we get into our trade targets, we're going to be talking about guys we want to trade for at the beginning, and then the second half of the video is the guys we are looking to be trading away before week eight commences. So Tyler, before we get into it, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, baby. Well, that was terrible. What is wrong with me? Feels great, Anyways, baby. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, we got the lettuce absolutely flowing right now. I don't know what it is, but my hair just looks great. Um, Definitely. I've worked back-to-back days, and I'm really tired. But you know what I'm not tired of? Trading for people and helping your fantasy lineups. That's what I'm not tired of. Let's get rowdy, all right? I'm getting Let's- fired up. I'm ready to tell you to go trade for Miles Gaskin again because he's an absolute beauty. Stay tuned. Nick, let's do this. Let's go. All right. So my first trade for, I were to go back and forth. Michael Jordan, 96, 97 here, or back to back, bike to bike. So first I'm going to go with Nikki Chubb, running back of the Cleveland Browns. Now I understand he has not been here for a while, but the reports are that he's going to be able to return to the team after their week nine bye, which would mean week number 10 of the 2020 NFL season. Nick Chubb, when he was healthy, averaged 15 PPR points per game and 14.7 half PPR points per game. And he's on a team that somehow the Cleveland Browns are actually good. Who would have guessed that? Stop. No one. No one. They're actually all right. But with that said, Nick Chubb is in a very good spot on this team when he is healthy. We've seen the success Kareem Hunt has had recently with Nick Chubb out. Obviously, when Nick Chubb comes back, that slightly hurts Kareem Hunt's value. I'm not telling you guys to trade him away, though, since I still think he's definitely a worthy asset for your team and is a guy that once Nick Chubb comes back, is going to be a guy that I look to trade for for Kareem Hunt. But right now, I think that Nick Chubb is definitely on the down low. If the team that has him is in the complete and utter shitter, which they may be because he may have been the first or second round pick and they be maybe in a certified wasteland at the running back position you go ahead and trade for nick chubb make the move now before it is a little bit too late what are you thinking about nick chubb right now yeah so i am pulling up my history um because i do have a few uh times where i've said hey go get this guy um not to make sure chubb. to close out the midget porn <laughs> what <laughs> you said you're going to your history <laughs> oh my god what's wrong with it okay, no, no it's not, this has already gone off the rails i love to see it no it, it, i'm sitting here going to go deep deep dive into the histories um you know make it, making sure protected from mom uh all the times that i've said go trade for the cleveland browns backfield um so far i'm at two and i'm at week four i won't go any further than that but yes i've said Go trade for the Cleveland Brown backfield multiple times. It's one of the most cake schedules in the in the league um, for the playoffs. It's fantastic. They're clearly aimed to run. Yeah, Baker threw it five times. Honestly, this was a weird outlier. I, I guess um, – sorry, not five times. Five touchdowns. Gosh, I'm – Five times. <laughs> five times. Now, this is off the rails. If you're still here at this point, I value you as a person. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, it's like we need to accept that – for this team to win, they're gonna have to. They're just gonna have to run. Sure, this sure. Is, again. This is an outlier. Baker throws five touchdowns. Whatever. Woo, 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 woo. Let's see him throw that many again. He probably never will. Uh, Case Keenum may do it though. The best player on the Browns, best quarterback. Yeah, but yeah, no best best playoff schedule by far. I I think this is just a no brainer. I think Nick Chubb, if he's forgotten in your leagues, go get him. Uh, I don't, I don't really think it'd be all that bold to say go get Kareem Hunt. I mean, I don't really think the trade value is going to go lower or higher. 
Uh, it may go a touch bit higher because of the playoff schedule. People start realizing that. Jump ahead of the curb. Go get this guys. Go go get these guys. Go get both of them. They're they're fantastic. I'm losing my shit over here. Yes, yes I agree. And, with you, I agree. And, with you. and Odell is also now out for the season, so now yeah, they're going to well, be even more likely to run the ball. So Tyler, who's your who's your first guy to be training for today? Yeah. So um, I, I I picked two really really easy ones. I would say. Um, this this one felt really easy. It's it's Chase Claypool. Uh, I don't want you guys to be concerned over a negative point two performance. I really don't want you to be concerned at all. Tennessee decided, and this is why we saw Juju have a great game. Um, we may get to him later on in the show. I, I forgot if Nick Nick may have plugged him, but Juju had a great game. Uh, Deontay had a great game. He got hurt. Nice. Um, Deontay, baby. But but here's the thing is they were playing Claypool to be the wide receiver one for this team. They guarded him like he was the wide receiver one. They made sure he kept away from the ball. These past two weeks that you've seen him absolutely blow up, teams have now respected him. There's respect behind Chase Claypool. And they're like, you know what? We have to play him as the wide receiver one against weaker teams that are kind of on the come up. I think you have Baltimore this week where you can just say, cool, let Claypool die one more time and go get him. Let, let the hype train go down and then you go get Claypool – um, I wouldn't say it's a long term because I know the deadlines of most of your leagues are coming up, but week nine is Dallas, week ten is Cincinnati, week week eleven's Jacksonville. I'm I'm like, if you if you need if you need a wide receiver and people are like, I'm off the hype train, whatever. It was two great games. Thanks for what you did for my lineup. I'm moving on. Go get this man. This is fantastic. And his playoff schedule is Cincinnati. Right again. They're week 15. It's like you're winning matchups with this guy because they don't have solid cornerback ones and he will be valued as the wide receiver, one of this team. And he's going to provide value for your team. I say, go get him. Yeah, I completely agree. I actually think he'll be fine this week. Now I'm not saying he's going to put up like fucking 30 points or something, but he's probably gonna get like maybe 14, 15. In my opinion, that one down game should not scare you at all. Chase Claypool is a certified beast on the only team that is undefeated so far in the NFL. Big Ben actually looks pretty solid thus far this season. Juju Smith-Schuster had one good game the rest of the season. He's kind of looked like a dumpster fire. We're going to be talking about him a little bit later, but I really do like Chase Claypool. And I think that uh, especially with Deontay Johnson's health being completely out the window every single week, like, I don't understand how he's getting hurt this often. It's actually very weird in my opinion, but if he keeps going down, Chase Claypool is going to be skyrocketing directly to the moon. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely back it. Um, And yeah, again, he's just, it was just because he was treated as the wide receiver one. I think Tennessee was smart for doing so. And you're going to see Juju go up in those situations. Um, Yeah, no, that's just what you have to treat it like. And and it's not like you got to get concerned. Be like, okay, I got to drop Chase Claypool. Like, he's just not, he's just yeah. going to get the cornerback one and he's not going to be productive with it. He's got Baltimore a couple times, but outside of that, literally the rest of his schedule is easy. I mean, Buffalo's in there. I mean, you got, you got the football teams in there. I mean, it's so yeah. easy. The Steelers have- schedule back end is so cake that, like, I may say go get Connor too. Like, like honestly, back end, the whole schedule is cake. That's how they're six and out. The only team they played that was relatively good was the Titans. Yeah, true. True. All right. So my trade four guy, next guy here. This one is a bit more confusing. Now you might 
in the audience be really in on this take or you might be completely sold off this take. And that's why I like making these kind of things because, you know, the kind of hit or miss, I guess they never miss, huh? And that is Chris Godwin, wide receiver of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, obviously, Antonio Brown is showing up into town. And Chris Godwin is hurt this week, so he's not even going to be playing, which actually makes his value the best it could be right now. Antonio Brown is coming in there to allegedly fuck his shit up, to do him raw dog without the use of any lube, right? That's what people are thinking. But in reality, Chris Godwin has been playing very, very well thus far this season when he's been on the field now i understand the win is a big ask because he has missed multiple games thus far this season he hooked his finger this week and is not going to be playing so 16.2 ppr points per game 13.1 half ppr points per game week seven up against the raiders he had nine for nine 88 yards one touchdown 19.3 half ppr points to 23.8 ppr points so when this guy is on the field regardless of if it's antonio brown is there it does not matter at all, in my opinion. I don't think A.B. will hurt at all, in my opinion. Chris Godwin's stonks or value, maybe it'll go slightly lower. But in my opinion, the kind of person that's going to get, end up getting actually hurt is going to be Mike Evans because we've seen Mike Evans be very touchdown dependent thus far this season. And with Antonio Brown there and with the emergence of Rob Gronkowski, I think a lot of those targets from Mike Evans are going to go down the shitter. Uh, shout out to Odell, but uh, rest in peace to Odell. Uh, I feel very bad for him. So what are you thinking about uh, Chris Godwin? Do you feel bad for Odell? Anyways, um, no, I do because I, I don't like when guys get hurt. <laughs> right, way to go. That's a good. We go high good, here. That's a good character move of the channel, Nick. Um, yeah, that and midget porn that we we're talking about. Oh, earlier. gosh. Yeah, this, you just turn it right back around. Um, here's what I think about Chris Godwin. And yes, we're going to keep playing the playoff schedule shit because it's just kind of the thing for me. I've kind of done it all year. We're staying on the train as the deadline's approaching. Get guys that are going to help you win your leagues. His after the bye week in week 13, which is a weird bye week, but after that bye week in week 13, when your playoff schedules start either in week 14 or 15, <laughs> every, every league's different. The best playoff schedule in the league is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where they go Minnesota, which name name a corner from Minnesota. I'll challenge you, Nick. Cold like Minnesota. I don't know. They're yeah. not even good. They're all young. Cool, cool, cool. You're you're right, actually. Um, the next team, week 15, Atlanta. Go ahead. No one? Cool, cool. Week 16, Detroit. I mean, that's the best play. That is the best. The ghost of Darius Slay. Oh, yeah. The ghost of Slay's <laughs> play in the bag. That is the best playoff schedule, period. Like, that may be the best I've ever seen. Like, that is so loaded. And I didn't even know that coming into the video. I, I, I check up on Chris Godwin over here to try and see his consistencies, which, by the way, have been terrible. But if he stays healthy. Well, it's because he's gotten hurt. He's actually been consistent yeah. when he's playing. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. But you got to trust that he's out there. If he's out there, though, my gosh, what a beautiful matchup. Like, it's, it's gorgeous. It's yeah, gorgeous. His finger I just want- has to stop putting. Yeah, right. Exactly. Jeez. Next time right. bodying people. I love no, I'm not even bodying him. I just don't understand why he's missing due to, like, a finger dislocation. Yeah, no, I, you, I'm not Chris Godwin. I'm not an NFL wide receiver, so I don't know, I guess. So who's your, your next guy here? Um, so my next guy is coming out of the bye week. Um, is that when we kind of look at these, I guess, popular trends that we look at when we go for trade targets is guys who have bad weeks or come off bye weeks. Um, they kind of get forgotten or they get upset about um, the fact yeah. that, you know, they didn't really do anything or guys that are injured, kind of the same as the buys. Uh, my guy's Miles Gaskin. So what I like about Miles Gaskin is he's been consistently fantastic in a low snap share. When this team has the lead, they he's he's been high snap share. He's he's getting volume the past uh, four weeks: 22, uh, 10, 16, and 18 rushing attempts uh, in games where they've had the lead. The Seattle game, the one outlier where you see the 10. When this team is successful and they're staying ahead 
And in all honesty, with how this defense is playing and how the offense is really just like kind of just come together, this team is just going to keep rolling. And if they have a lead in a game, you're going to see Miles Gaskin with 15 plus touches easy. Um, and then even when he's not involved kind of in the rushing attack, he's still involved in the receiving work. He's had a high of seven targets, but he's always maintained four or more targets a game. Uh, reception wise, four or more receptions. So when he's getting the ball, he's making the catch. It's a fantastic situation. He's getting yards off of that. He's only got one touchdown uh, receiving and rushing combined. I mean, that, that could seriously go up. And if that goes up, it's, it's just going to get better. I mean, I, I really like this is the, is the schedule, the playoff schedule, what I've been consistently pounding fantastic. I don't really think so. Uh, I mean, week 15, New England's really, really good. And the Raiders kind of have some weak spots as well in week 16. So, you know, down the stretch here, I think there's a few games that this team could really use Miles Gasson. And more to that, I think this team's ready to win. It's made clear. They put into a, they're like, we want to win. We think we can win. We think we can contest in our division. And I agree full heartedly as a dolphin fan. I know I'm trying not to be too biased, but like they have just as good a shot as everyone else in this division, not name the jets or the Patriots or the bills. We're going to win this division. <laughs> terrible. We're going to win this division because we're the best team period. Miles Gaskin take period. us, take us there. And- I like Miles Gaskin a lot. I actually think the play calling is going to be slightly different a couple of weeks from now when they allow Tua to run the ball. Now, I feel like at the beginning, they're going to be a little scared on Tua, be a little cautious. Maybe Tua himself will be a little cautious. But then eventually, as he gets into the to going, he'll start fucking running the ball as well, which will open lanes for Miles Gaskin because they will be scared shitless of Tua running the ball as well as Miles Gaskin. Now, I'm not saying Tua is like Lamar Jackson or something, but he's better, actually. That's why I'm, I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson because he's actually better. So, with right. that said, Miles Gaskin. Oh, sorry, you go. No, I was just saying, way better. I mean, you're just smart, smart cookie over there. Fucking, you know, exactly. The words out of my mouth. Exactly. Miles Gaskin, though, has looked very strong this season with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Obviously, the change of scenery could be something that's straying other people away from Miles Gaskin, which may make it even easier to trade for a running back who's been very consistent thus far this season. And like Tyler said earlier, he has only scored one touchdown, both receiving and rushing, I believe. So only one combined touchdown. And that's definitely going to go up with Tua, with the offense looking pretty solid and the defense playing pretty well as well. So again, like Tyler said, if they're getting up high in these games and they're able to run the ball a lot out of the game. I really do like Miles Gaskin. Jordan Howard has been healthily cut or healthy scratched, whatever they call it, pretty much every single week as of recently because they just don't need him anymore. Miles Gaskin is simply built different, and I love Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins. I think he's definitely a guy that you want to go out and get there before it's a little too late because eventually people are going to catch on to the fact that you need to be starting Miles Gaskin every single week. I don't think people are there yet. I do think people are there, though, on James Robinson, the other kind of young running back. Uh, I just don't think people are there for Gaskin because he's on the Dolphins. So you got anything else to add on Gaskin or can I go to titty boy T Higgins? No, I, I'd love, I'd love for you to move on. I mean, how much, how much do we got to blow the Dolphins on this channel? Don't we don't, exactly. get enough. You know what I mean? Fins up baby T yeah. Higgins, titty boy T Higgins wide receiver of the Cincinnati Bengals is my next trade for right now in the season. He's averaging 12.6 PPR points per game and 10.7 half PPR points per game. And I know that's not tickling your feathers. You know, that's not making you real happy. That's not getting you nice and hard. You know, you're soft right now reading those numbers, but in reality he had a zero in week one. So that deflates his numbers like a football in new England. So week seven versus the Cleveland Browns, this man went five for five. Perfect. 71 receiving yards, one tutty 18.8 PPR points and 16.3 half 
PPR points. So T Higgins has really been one of the better guys on the team. Tyler Boyd still continues to eat. And even AJ Green, who we're going to be talking about a little bit later, has been playing quite successfully. But with the rumors that AJ Green might be getting shipped out of there, rumor has it that he might get shipped off the team. You just never know. Joe Burrow seems to really like T. Higgins. There must have been a reason why fucking Joe Burrow phoned into the GM and told him to draft T. Higgins early in the draft. So maybe that's uh, that next level connection that we were just waiting to see. He's been unleashed, and uh, I love T. Higgins. He's been looking very good, even if the Bengals haven't been that good. Even though the Bengals have legitimately been in every single game pretty close, except for up against the Ravens, where the Ravens just absolutely cock-schmacked them. But that was like three weeks into Joe Burrow's NFL career. So Burrow will continue to get better. And Higgins is also a rookie, so he will continue to get better as the season goes on. So what do you think about Mr. Titty Boy T. Higgins? Yeah, but he's been on the rise. I mean, he's fantastic. I I said it and was very high on this man out of college. I had him as my wide receiver four or five um it went judy lamb chenaults and then higgins yeah no he was my four no i i was very much behind t higgins out of college i don't really think um i, I mean i guess I, I just really just don't understand why people were kind of low on him joe burrow clearly hand selected this pick i mean i yeah. told everyone that i'm like there's there's no way a weapon goes to a team that's in that desperate of need and if a weapon goes like it's because the quarterback wanted it and hand selected it the teams played each other in the uh, in the uh, not, not national championship. What's wrong with me? I like completely blank. Like he knows the talent of T Higgins, and now he's showcasing it. This is clearly the guy he likes to go to. He likes Boyd as well. Um, yeah, no, he's fantastic. And, and honestly, like, are you saying because how how well he's been? Are you saying that you're okay with kind of just trading maybe a little too much just to get him because of how good he is? You know, at this point, yeah, but I don't know if you'd even have to give up a lot due to the team that he's on and due to maybe the fear that Boyd is just so much better than him. I love Tyler Boyd, and I think T. Higgins may even emerge as the number one on this team uh, during the season, even though Boyd scored more points than him last week. He just, they both look very good, and Joe Burrow looks so good that I I really uh, feel bad that I didn't buy in on T. Higgins like two weeks into the season when he blew up. I thought it was a fluke. Turns out I was very fucking wrong. So final guy to trade for, then we're going to get to the tradeaways, is Josh Allen, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. And no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, averaging 23.94 point per passing touchdown points, which isn't the greatest, but he's had a real down last three weeks, only averaging 15.5 points in those games where at the beginning of the year, this guy was blowing the back out of a defense on the weekly basis. Last week, up against the New York football Jets, Tyler Bass, I believe, kicked eight field goals in that game. So Josh Allen went 30 of 43 for 307 passing yards, no touchdowns, 11 rushes, 61 rushing yards, and 16.4 points. So obviously there's going to be people that get pissed off about that. Oh, Josh Allen this. Oh, Josh Allen that. He's had it down three games. Who gives a fuck? The reason why he wasn't putting up a million points up against the Jets is because at no point in the game was it really in doubt that they would win the game. They never really had to go for it later in the game instead of kicking a field goal. They were like, you know what? Bass will make it. We'll just kick it. And then we'll go ahead and eat a W against the Jets because no one is going to be scared of the New York football Jets. So I think Josh Allen is in for a huge bounce back the rest of the season. There's a reason why people are dubbing him as an MVP candidate earlier in the season. He does it with his legs. He does it through the air. He has a fucking absolute cannon of an arm. And he has Stefan Diggs on his team. So don't be all too scared of Josh Allen. I've seen a lot of people getting very panicky with Josh Allen. So go ahead and see if the owner in your league of Josh Allen is panicky and go ahead and send them that nice trade offer. What do you think about Josh Allen? Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, he is pretty good. Yeah. 
yeah, hey, 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 he's pretty good. Hey, uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> what's wrong? Oh, with hey, hey, hey. We just go off the rails here. We wonder why these videos go so long. That's all right. We're killing it. Um, I think Snapchat. Okay, he's, been, he's been almost hundred percent Snapchat. No, I'm just kidding. I won't actually do that. No, he's been all right. Um, I don't think he's been what we've expected him to be. Um, but he's been good enough. I think when you want to trade for a quarterback, you're gonna kind of want to rely on that playoff schedule because that is important. Um, Denver, New England, and if you're playing week, I don't will play say week this, seventeen. <laughs> don't trade. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even. I don't even go there. By the way, if you guys have noticed, I don't go to week seventeen. Um, but if you're in a deeper league where there's three rounds of the playoffs and you have to play Josh Allen in week fourteen, I would actually say sell him because he's playing Pittsburgh. It's not good because he really does not do well against bad, uh, good teams. Yeah, <laughs> it's just he's just not built for that. It's you know he's he's growing. I, I will say eventually, I think he'll get there in his career. I really like Josh Allen. Um, honestly, I would say the Bills are very much a close second, and not close, but a second as my favorite team in this division outside of your Miami Dolphins. I hate the Jets. I hate the Patriots. Never mind the Bills. I like Josh Allen as a quarterback, but he's not going to do well against Pittsburgh. So if you're on a three team uh sorry three round playoff don't bother but if you're on a two go get him uh if you feel comfortable you know not depending on him up until your playoff schedule uh your playoffs begin great go get him if you feel comfortable right now i don't mind the move um because he's really really good when he faces those bad teams yeah and he'll get better against the bad teams i mean the jets were a bad team and he didn't play all that well but again it's because the game was never in doubt that they were going to win that game. So before we get into the trade away section of the video, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor at drafters.com. Drafters.com offers a variety of sports as well as games for fantasy football. You can play in the Rankum, you can play in the Snake Drafts, and pretty much the thing that I play most in is the Snake Drafts. It's pretty much just a regular fantasy football draft that you had at the beginning of the season, except for it is a weekly draft. You draft for one week, you see head-to-head up against a couple of people that you're playing against, who scores more fantasy football points, and then you win the cash at the end of the week. There's a variety of entry fees. Some of these are just a dollar. Others go up to a hundred plus dollars, so it's really what you want to make of it, how much money you want to spend on a weekly basis. And if you use code Notorious at checkout, you get a 50% deposit bonus up to $100 with a 10 times rollover on the bonus to withdraw. So make sure you guys go on there, get that free money, play and win. It is super simple. Make sure you guys check it out. Drafters.com. When you go to deposit, use code Notorious at checkout. And we are back. Now into the trade away section of the video, but before we actually say that, I didn't even ask you guys at the beginning, but if you've made it thus far, we're probably like 30 minutes into this, please make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. I would really appreciate it, as would Tyler, if you follow Tyler on Twitter. So my first trade away guy here is going to be AJ Green, wide receiver of the Cincinnati Bengals. I know we already discussed him kind of before. Surprise, surprise. This motherfucker has had two good games in a row, and I will apologize to AJ Green because the guy isn't as washed as I thought he was. But two good games doesn't necessarily make him some type of fucking king back in the NFL. But again, there's these trade talks with A.J. Green. Will A.J. Green go to X team? X, well, we'll actually know by next week because the trade deadline is next Tuesday in the NFL. So we will know if he gets moved. But even if he doesn't get moved, this two-game performance with the name value that comes with A.J. Green, there was a lot of people that were really bought in on A.J. Green coming into the year due to his name value. And there's going to be people now who saw two great games out of him buying into him again. Two good games in a row, like I said, 17.6 PPR points against the Indianapolis Colts and 15.2 up against the Cleveland Browns. Why was this? Because he's had over 10 targets in those last two games. Those 10 targets are not going to happen if the Bengals play a team that isn't as 
good, I would say, as the not that the Cleveland Browns are amazing or that the Colts are amazing, but when they're playing up against the not necessarily an easy matchup because no matchup is easy for the Cincinnati Bengals, but they will play these games where they get up in the game and they will actually be able to run the ball more. And then all three of those guys are not going to be able to eat. And I really do think that T Higgins and Tyler Boyd are just the upper echelon of wide receiver over AJ Green. So I'd rather just go ahead, kick him to the curb and trade him away before it's a little too late. And he starts stinking it up in your lineup again. So what are you thinking about Mr. AJ Verde? Drop a little Spanish on there. Get it. Green Verde. Stop. Stop. What are you doing? (laughs) Um, I hate Adrian Green uh, because you tell me to hate Adrian Green. Nick, I'm just here to listen to you. That's what I do. I'm a great boyfriend. I listen to you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Hey. I have a hey. girlfriend. I'm sir. sorry. Did we advance his relationship? No, he's actually been all right. Joe Burrow's just a good quarterback. Joe Burrow's just going to do this with people because he's a good quarterback. Like, it's just what it is. Um, yeah, no, he's been fantastic the past couple weeks. The issue is, is like he's bitching and he doesn't want to be there. And it's like, I don't even know with AJ Green. This guy's like a monster. I would say he's like Sammy Watkins for Cincinnati. Um, back when he was telling people he was a lizard and shit, whatever. Um, yeah, no, AJ Green is just AJ Green. If you if you feel comfortable starting this man in your lineup, I guess you're more crazy than I am. And I'm pretty fucking insane. So pretty local. I, I mean He's got to go down. I mean, I don't, I don't really see this being consistent. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in agreement with you, Nick. I think you got to move off from. Yeah, definitely not looking to be playing AJ Verde anytime soon. I'm going to start calling him that, and it's going to definitely piss people off. So who is your first Michael Jordan trade away player of the week? Michael Jordan was, was he ever traded? No, he wasn't. He wasn't ever. No, traded. it was the Michael Jordan fade away, but you know, trade away, you know, similar. Oh, oh, Same second oh, word. Oh. Okay. Different first word. Very confusing. I know. All right. All right I see. I, I'm, I'm Went to the Wizards, to though. Went to the Wizards after he retired. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to follow along, you know, keep up with the kids these days with other new uh, hip and uh, cool phrases. Hip lingo. Yeah. Uh, the cool lingo of the kids. Uh, so now my guy's going to be Josh Reynolds. Back to back really, really solid weeks. He's the wide receiver three in this uh, offense when Van Jefferson doesn't want to be. Um, that's what you're contending with. Do you want the wide receiver three in um, – words in the Rams backfield backfield in the wide receiver group um Ben Jefferson has been very up and down after week two uh it's been a sad story here um Josh Reynolds I mean eventually Van's going to take this over I guess in dynasty this is more the move I'm kind of looking to do um but it's just not a guy I'm confident in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and even the tight ends are going to eat before him so if you can consistently believe that he'll get his volume he's not going to see eight targets again but if you think he's going to get his volume, then I guess keep him. But he's just not a guy I think will consistently keep this up. Um, he's got Miami this week. He's going to get hammered by Tua. It's just what's going to happen. They're playing from behind the whole game. So I guess maybe keep him this week. He's got the bye. And then I think things just get tougher. Um, Seattle, a little bit more healthy by week 10. Tampa, which is a very tough defense. San Francisco, Arizona has been shown that they can do some stuff, especially with their secondary crew. Um, it's just, I'm not really all that interested in Josh Reynolds right now. I think he's just at the max value that he could be at. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Reynolds is all right at this point, but he's not a guy you're looking to even start. I mean, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup just simply built different, the upper echelon to Josh Reynolds. And if you have him, someone may be interested in him if you're in a deeper kind of league. And I just think that would definitely get rid of him as well. So you got anything else to add here on Josh Reynolds or can we pivot here? Honestly, I'm good. I I think this is just like, um, let's just make it clear. Josh Reynolds is just Josh Reynolds. And if you believe in him, I guess, keep him around. But I think this is like the max volume. If you can get a pick for him in dynasty, I'd do it. Um, Go get, go get rid of him. Yeah. Honestly, I'd rather have Ryan Reynolds, the guy who plays Deadpool. So with that said, my tight end, 
<laughs> tight end. Robert Gronkowski, who would have laughed at that joke as well. No, tight end, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Robert Gronkowski. Now, Gronk, the first part of the season looked like absolute atrociousness. He looked awful. He looked like you wanted to gag when you saw him on the field. And now, Rob Gronkowski is making that defense gag with the tutties that he's been scoring every single week. Two good weeks in a row. Week seven up against the, you guessed it, Raiders. Five receptions, eight targets, 26 receiving, or not 26. 62 receiving yards, one touchdown, 17.2 PPR points, and 14.7 half PPR points. So with that said, Gronk has looked pretty good, and I actually do think that you can rely on him, but I do think he's going to have those down games, and he does have the name value of a guy who was one of the, arguably one of the best tight ends of all time in the NFL with his quarterback, Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's going to slow his role after throwing five tutties last week or scoring five tutties. He had four passing, one rushing. I think Rob Gronkowski is going to be all right, but I just don't see him keeping up with this value for what you could get for him right now and if you guys are looking to trade for rob gronkowski which i wouldn't hate as well make sure you're you're paying very not very high for him because i think that the reason why you'd sell him is due to the fact that he's going to be at a very premium price as he's been doing well and how this tampa bay offense looks to be buzzing and he may uh take a nice hit uh floyd mayweather style if when ab ends up playing next week so what do you think about mr robert gronkowski i think there's too many options here i think that's clear um ab's coming in uh, i feel i still feel cameron Brate's like a hawk for stealing touchdowns cool. it's, just, it's just unfortunate uh for fantasy people but i love cameron Brate. It's just funny that way um mike evans is gonna get healthier godwin healthier it's just there's too many guys there's too many guys here for me to just believe that bronx just gonna keep this up and yeah you can play the whole tom brady rapport shit and i i guess but it's just not a situation i want to keep up with honestly i don't really know how i feel about grabbing any tampa guy because it's just like they're all they're all just it's just crowded it's too crowded for me to like and, and gronk is a tight end who also has responsibility of blocking so it's like i don't know i don't know if i can believe in him i don't mind this uh this decision nick you're a very smart cookie very very smart cookie over there yeah i mean you know what happens when you give a mouse a cookie you want some milk there's a whole book you want to keep this you want to keep <laughs> exactly this going? Yeah, it's a whole book, I know. All right, so what is your uh, your next trade-away player of the day? Uh, so my next guy that I'm moving off of, uh, we're, we're saying goodbye. Um, I said what? it earlier. Good, goodbye. Uh, I said it earlier in the show. I'm just out here repeating things. I said it earlier in the show. Um, a show. A shit show is what it is, but it's all right. Um, you got to move off of uh, this idea that Baker will throw five touchdowns again because it's just not happening. And to do that, you're going to have to remove uh, yourself and distance quite far away from uh, all these wide receivers that come with him. Um, I'm talking the, uh, what is it? I, I Odell. Jarvis. I think Jarvis is okay. Yeah, Odell. Jeez, bad joke. Nick. You're talking Rashad Higgins. Yeah, I'm talking you Rashad Higgins. Um, DVP, Donovan Peoples. Yeah, Donovan Peoples Jones. I didn't know if it was him or Danny Golden or the same. Um, when I scouted them, they basically were the same to me. So yeah, him, Donovan Peoples Jones, it's like, Best of luck. All the tight ends, Harrison Bryant, it's like, you know, Hooper's coming back. I mean, you know who the guys are here. Um, if this team wants to win, they're not going to consistently use Baker. Yeah, you got Cincinnati. Congrats. You beat Cincinnati. You actually had to compete to beat Cincinnati. Like, who are you? You're not a legitimate team. You're a fake five and two, right? Phony. Like, you are. I mean, if someone confidently believes in the Browns, please write a comment down below. It helps Nick out. Uh, we love the comments. Exactly. Hit a dislike. Hit a, Tyler's such a dick. Yeah, hit the dislike. I, I That also helps Nick, surprisingly. So, yeah, no, exactly. Cleveland receivers, I'm moving off of them. Bye-bye. See you later. 
Good boy. I completely agree, to be honest with you. Now, I do like Higgins as a pickup, but if he plays good again next week, just fucking ship that man off at any cost because people will buy into it, especially if the Browns are able to win this week. People will buy into it strictly based upon the love for the Browns. That's all over the NFL. Last year, we saw a complete and utter hype train that got completely fucking derailed a couple of weeks in the season when they played like absolute shit. Now, I, unlike Tyler, actually think Baker Mayfield is solid, but they do, like Tyler said, revolve around the run game very heavily there with Nick Chubb coming back in a couple of weeks or after their bye. It's not going to look too hot for the Cleveland WR. So my final trade away guy of this video, and then we're going to getting into Tyler's dynasty buy or sell yeah. the additional part of the video. And that is Mr. As Antonio Brown would call him boo boo Smith Schuster, because he's so fucking shit. Get it. Juju Smith Schuster wide receiver of the Pittsburgh says now he's very hit or miss thus far this season. He's icy hot. He's like the commercials that Shaq is in. Okay. He played very, very well last week up against the late Titans in Tennessee, nine receptions on 14 targets, 85 receiving yards, 17.5 PPR points and 13 half PPR points. So you might be wondering, Nick, why did Juju Smith-Schuster play so good? Because Claypool didn't play good and because Deontay Johnson... Deontay Johnson played very well and out-targeted him, targeted him again. When Deontay Johnson is healthy, Juju is not the primary target. And when Chase Claypool is playing good, he is not the target either. So Juju Smith-Schuster is kind of the outlier in this offense when you would think he would be the number one guy very clearly based upon his production in his rookie season. I understand last year was kind of lackluster. I think Juju will turn it around in his career, but right now at this point in redraft fantasy football, I don't want anything to do with Mr. Boo Boo Smith-Schuster of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So what do you think about Mr. Juju here? Well, yeah, well, we covered him when we talked about uh, Claypool. It's why I want Claypool and not Juju at all. Um, the situation just simply is, I don't think teams Mike. expect him. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's the true wide receiver, one of this team. I think now officially Claypool is. Um, teams are guarding him like that's the situation. Uh, it's just like, I don't think he'll ever, I, I don't really think he should have been, but I don't think for the rest of his career he'll ever be a wide receiver one. If he's forced to be a wide receiver one, he's just not good. Like you guys have seen Excellent. He's just not good. Like it's unfortunate that he can't really step up into that, but he needs a guy who's getting more of the distraction him just be the secondary guy. He's the Marvin Jones of the future. I would say where it's just like, if he's the wide receiver one, like what? like, it's, it's a waste, but when he's a two and he's not dependent on, uh, and he's not guarded by the best guy, it's, it's all right. It's not a bad situation. I'm talking Marvin Jones from Cincinnati, Marvin Jones now in Detroit. I'm talking long career, Marvin Jones, Juju Smith Schuster. I know that's a little rough. That's kind of a tough comparison, especially with what we're seeing Marvin Jones now. But Marvin Jones has been pretty good as a wide receiver, too, on teams. That's kind of what Juju is. It's good that they have Claypool because he does not play well under the pressure of being the one. And I just don't – I see this as a chance to sell him uh, if you decide to keep holding on to him because, yeah, you're right. This, this is probably the max he'll be. Yeah, I definitely – Completely agree with what I said earlier and with what you just said. So what are your dynasty guys real quick out again, please make sure that you guys have enjoyed before we talk about dynasty, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. And I understand that a lot of you guys may not play dynasty. So you guys can go ahead and exit the video now, but you shouldn't because we're gonna have a great time. So please make sure you guys subscribe. If you're going to leave for the dynasty portion, come back later for another video and then come back later on the week for the live streams with me and Tyler. So Tyler, who are your dynasty buy and sell for this week? Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess I guess I figure after trades, um, we may do a touch bit more dynasty, maybe just kind of open up and, and talk about that while you could still kind of do uh, some things with your team uh, via that. So yeah, again, after the 
after the deadlines are over and we kind of stop this trade videos, we're going to want to know what to do next. So go ahead and comment that down below again, uh, like earlier, like you said, let's figure out what you guys want content wise out of us and we will produce it for you. Um, we're here to serve you. Little wink implied. So yeah, okay. So my buy today is going to be LaMichael P. Ryan of the Jets. Settle down. I know. I'm talking about a Jets player. All right. No, don't everyone fall asleep at once. All right. I need someone awake for this. Um, yeah, no, he was fantastic. Uh, he, he got the workload. Um, yeah, Frank Gore exists, but he won't be there for long. And in Dynasty, I think this is a worthy guy to pick up. I don't think the Jets are going to be behind Adam Gase for long. Um, I think by the end of the year, he's gone. Um, seriously, though, I believe it's going to be at the end of the year because this team is just like they can't figure <laughs> out the fact that they just need to move off of him now. Um, but I think he's going to be gone. He's going to be the, the running back one of this team because Frank Gore will be gone. And unless this team drafts a running back, you're, you're basically picking up your James Robinson. You're basically picking up your Miles Gaskin where it's like this guy actually long term is going to be really solid for the team because he's going to get Trevor Lawrence or some wide receiver. They're, whoever comes in must be competent enough to draft a line. They still have a young line. Uh, you throw a few more young pieces on there, try and rebuild it. It's not a terrible situation. It's not as bad as on the outlooks. This is why I'm not saying trade for him and redraft. It'd be a terrible move. But go get him in Dynasty because this is long-term. I, I seriously believe that it's it's worth the investment of a third-round rookie pick uh, if that's what you got to do to get him. Yeah, I also think he's worthy of adding in redraft. Like, there's no way someone has him. So, like, he's worthy yeah. of an ad to just sit on the yeah, bench and, like, yeah. maybe a couple weeks from now he's good because there's not a lot of running backs that are going to become available unless someone was to go down. That could potentially have the potential P. Ryan how to score his first ever NFL touchdown last week. I like P. Ryan a lot. I do worry about the fact that this team sucks some fat hog. But, again, this is not really an ad in Dynasty for this year. It's more talking about for the future. So, Tyler, who's your sell for Dynasty? And this is a guy that I completely agree with as well. Yeah, so my sell um, is a guy who can't be a running back one on a team. Uh, he just got his chance. Austin Eckler will eventually be back, but it's Joshua Kelly. Um, I think you sell him because you understand that he will always just kind of just be the secondary piece, a great yeah. secondary piece. I, I, I assure you, but you trade him to a team that's like, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to eventually take over Eckler. I'm sure of it. I, I think Eckler's contract is up at the end of the year, or maybe it's coming up. Um, but this, I, I seriously don't believe he can do it alone. Uh, maybe he needs a little bit more seasoning, but with running backs, I feel like it's a lot quicker to tell if this guy can take over a backfield. Um, and I just don't really see it with Josh Kelly again, seventh round investment in him. I mean, it's, it's really not that they don't have much there invested in him. Who's to say they don't go draft a guy uh, if they can't get Eckler re-signed or Eckler just re-signs and they're okay with running with him. I mean, yeah. that, that's kind of what you got to think of uh, in this situation. And it's just not really a guy dynasty wise. I want long-term because he's still fighting with Justin Jackson. And uh, that's still a thing he's fighting with. And again, they could just go draft a guy. Seventh round um, investment in him is not enough for me to say, yeah, he's going to be great. And yeah, don't give me that argument with P. Ryan. I get it. He was drafted in the sixth. But it's it's night and day between those situations. One has a clear guy ahead of him. And one, the guy that was ahead of him just moved on to Kansas City. So it's, it's a different situation. Move off of Josh Kelly. You agreed, though. I, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Justin Jackson, I mean, if you're getting competed with with Justin Jackson, you're not even fucking worthy of a spot on my roster. A lot of people really bought into Joshua Kelly, and I wasn't. Um, I still told you guys to pick him up, obviously, and he kind of fucking sucks recently. So 
if you have them and someone's willing to buy them, maybe you just send them to the Eckler owner, right? He's technically the running back too. You trade him for like a fucking third round pick or something. I'd rather just take that shot next year on some random ass guy that it could pan out more than Joshua Kelly will, in my opinion, because this is definitely Kelly's backfield. Uh, not Kelly's backfield, I should say. Eckler's backfield. Eckler has never uh, proved to be like some injury prone type of player. Gets hurt once. You shouldn't really panic too much on that. I like uh, just getting rid of Joshua Kelly. So you have anything to add on Mr. Kelly or can we get out of here? I'm good. Let's roll. Let's roll. Roll Tide. Go to us. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If you guys did end up enjoying at all, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Again, check out the sponsor and link down below in the description. Do you have anything to say, Tyler, before we get out of here? I'm good. Um, check out my Twitter if, you, if you're into that kind of shit. Um, check out my Twitter. It's an interesting madhouse. Um, I may be starting an NHL podcast coming up. I, I don't know. I've, I've got a lot of things like cooking in the head that just aren't going on on paper yet. Um, mystery. If you got here, say hello to my Twitter. I, 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 if you just tag me in something and say something completely outlandish, I'll retweet you and respond with something worse. Uh, I don't know. We have fun on my Twitter. It's just a nightmare. And if you're into that kind of shit again, just follow me. Tyler Moss NFL. Tyler Moss NFL on Twitter. So thank you guys all so much for watching at Notorious FNTSY on Twitter. And I'll see you beautiful bastards later with another banger of video. And I'll see you guys later with Tyler in another video. Do you have anything to say? I do actually. I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, you recently hit 10K. I am currently working on a project um, with a behind the scenes merch uh, kind of guy uh, for signed memorabilia. So I'm going to do a 10K giveaway for you, Nick, on my Twitter. So do follow my Twitter. If you're here to this point, follow my Twitter and tag me and say what specifically you'd be interested in. Um, whether it's a player or not, but like a helmet, a jersey, whatever you want it to be. Um, and I'll do a 10K giveaway for Nick, but you got to be following Nick. You got to show me that you're following Nick. That will be released next week. Um, I'm very excited about it, but please give me recommendations. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do for this. But yeah, 10K giveaway for the brand, always for the brand. Thank you, Nick. For the boys. So thank you to Tyler for that. And the girls, there are a couple of women who watch this. Thank you to all of you for, for the ladies, baby. So thank you guys all for watching. Have a great rest of your guys' day. I'll see you beautiful bastards later. Good boy.